Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Charlotte View. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with your host, Claudia Pareko. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to release the biggest block holding you back from your strongest desire? If so, you are listening to the right show, The Secret Power of You, with Terry Christine. Throughout our highly viewed shows, you and all of the other high vibrational people will experience an influx of inspiration, information, and love in a new and profound way. Just tune in, live or on demand, and share, share, share. During our show, Terry will naturally work with the energy you hold to resolve your deepest issues. Her intuition is used to sense your blockages and help you eliminate the source of your pain. As an intuitive mentor, Terry has mastered the ability to access her own intuition. This allows her to fully envision the struggle, hurt, fears, and anxiety you are currently going through. She helps you change your life by helping you access your own intuition. She has the ability to help you release the pain from the past, realize more clarity in your future, and to obtain a feeling that life is easy or even improve the income you want. Listen up. To all listeners and followers of Charlotte View Quantum Network, Terry has put together a special package with two options just for you. You ask and we listen. Visit charlotteview.net, look on their monthly shows, click on Terry Christine tab, and scroll down to endless possibilities. This is what you want and will give you results. During this segment, learn more about the blocks you take in and the secret power of you. Call in and shift your own energetic blocks and allow room for a more deserving you. To join Terry through her one-on-one coaching, her six-week online program, or her group clearings, please contact Terry Christine, www.terrychristine.com. That's T-E-R-R-I-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E.com or find her at Facebook at Terry Christine. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 12 noon EST, join Charlotte View and listen to our shows by programming your alarm to never miss a show. We have your answers. Go to www.charlotteview.net under monthly shows. Now, discover with us the secret power of you. Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to See View. Please make note of our new website. The old one still works, but the new one is going to take over in about a month. It's already live. It is cview1111.net and et. And as always, Terry Christine is on their monthly shows there. Have you? Notice that the past isn't really about the past. When you look with great clarity, you will see that there is no actual thing called the past. Everything that happens, happens in the present. It can be any other way. So, how do we heal something that we think is in the past when it's in the present. So, 
during this in show, we're going to hear Terry tell us how to get that juicy, the juiciness of us back, and how to heal and how to get rid of all the blockages. Our goal is to neutralize the story from the past so it loses its power over you. So it becomes transparent with no meaning and no effect. And how do you do it? Well, let's bring Terry Christine to the show and she's going to explain us that and then we're going to get callers. Try it on. So, Terry, welcome to see you and so happy to have you back. Hi, Claudia. It's a great to be here. It's a great day. Every day is a great day. You wake <laughs> up and know that, you know, really, it's better than yesterday because you're learning with every single breath you take. I know that kind of sounds cliche-ish, but the reality is, is that, you know, whatever you experienced yesterday is now gone and that you can have, you might have learned something or you're expanding and growing, which that's our purpose, or you're just being able to heal from whatever it is or just knowing that you're waking up and feeling that life is great and good. So thank you. It's great to be here. And I love this topic. Get your juicy goodness flowing. So many of us feel stuck. And I know just before we got on this show, we were talking about the extra energies based on, you know, what all the things that you were telling me about Mercury and moons and stars and, <laughs> and all the planets and all of that stuff. I don't follow astrology as, as maybe some others might, but in this case, I am feeling some energy. I am feeling, yesterday we were just talking about how I all of a sudden thought of a moment when my daughter was in high school, and then I just started crying. And I said to myself, wow, what was that all about? But then I did some statements to release any judgment to it, to let it go, to know that that doesn't own me, whatever that feeling was, but something was coming up and it gave me the opportunity with all this extra energy within the planet to let it go. So there, and then I just said, I always tell the listeners and myself and my clients at that time, it's the opportunity to let it go. And so let it go and move forward. So, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Um, You know, as we are living our life and things that are presented to us, May there be, an, as I explained, an opportunity to heal or learn, grow, expand, feel great and juicy about our life. Sometimes it doesn't feel so great and juicy. And then we think, you know, I'm doing the mantras. I'm doing the work. I don't understand why it's working for others and it's not working for me. Or, and I did. I had a client that reached out to me a couple of days ago, and she said, you know, I told you, it's just, it's just not working. Well, if she's already owning that, believing that what do you think is going to happen meaning she's already saying it's not working sometimes things will work for us in such a subtle way that we may miss it if we blink an eye and so it's extremely important to be very mindful and present in how you're responding what's going on around you what are the bells and whistles, meaning your phone dinging when you're thinking of a particular thought and being mindful and then stepping into action when that message is being presented? And whatever that action is, you'll know. You just have to be present. I was talking to a client this morning, 
And after our session, I had to reflect back to her and I said, you know, when you were spending the first couple of minutes talking to me, I kept hearing how you were gravitating back to the old patterns. And that can be comfort, just like when you gravitate to a relationship that you may have ended because it's, it was comfortable of some sort. But we know that going back is not moving us forward. So it really is important to know that if what we do, how we respond and how we act and say is feeling more comfortable than addressing your limiting belief or forgiving a past or knowing that that feeling no longer serves you, that can be a little bit of work. But work that's so gratifying that you say to yourself, I'm so glad I did. And this is truly what Get Your Juicy Goodness Flowing is about. And setting the pace, meaning the intent, when you wake up and you decide what is it that you want to appear in your life today, what kind of day do you want to have? And by waking up, opening your eyes and simply saying to yourself, I want to receive in this day today, and then whatever it is you say to yourself that you choose, because really that's how you project into the flow of energy by saying to yourself what it is you want to receive. You know, Claudia, you and I spoke about setting intents and how it works, and it's similar to like getting in the car. We get in the car and we know where we're going to drive, right? But if we're not setting our intent or know where we're driving to, where are we going? Are you asking yourself that question? Where am I going? What am I doing and where do I want to be? And focus into the feeling of all of that to create and supersize the lifestyle that you truly want. First, let go, number one, of the money you think you want to have or have to have. Because money is just energy. And the more you focus on one particular thing in your life, you end up creating lack. There's a fine balance between creating and the ebb and flow, meaning moving forward, back, forward, back. But if you start strangleholding something that you so want in your life, you are going to put up the road barrier or a block that keeps you from moving forward into it. And we all think that money is this crazy thing that we have to have in order to survive. But once we let it go and live in the feeling of the fun, adventure, excitement, then all of that abundance and energy and money that you so say you have to have becomes more easy and flows more simple into your life. All of a sudden you'll get a bonus or you'll get the opportunity to work overtime for time and a half, you know, or that someone will gift you a really nice something, something, whatever that may be. And you have to trust and know that it's not what is right in front of your eyes that is your life or your reality. It's what you don't see that really is your reality, what you don't see and hear and know because it's the thought, the feelings, and taking guided action is what creates your life. It's the fun juiciness, very much like children. You know, we, Claudia, I know you and I have spoken and we both have children and we see, and, and mine are grown and, I know that yours is past that part of the little jumping around and flying and wearing, you know, costumes and having a good time. But when we reflect back on our children 
when they're young, or even if you have a child now that's not that's young, and not you, Claudia, but the listeners, you see how free they are. You see how inquisitive they are. You see how they want to create and know, and they want a pony in the backyard. <laughs> and they believe they can have it. <laughs> and so what happened to that state where we believe we can have a pony in the backyard? where we believe that we can have the more ease and grace and a partner that's so comforting and supporting. But what happens is that we've experienced life where the child is still experiencing life. And we're thinking, you know, oh, it didn't work for me. Or, oh, my mom told me that I'm not smart enough. Or, oh, dad criticized me so much and I own it. But those are all lies that were told upon us. Now these are the opportunities for us to let go to address the struggles that we feel are hurting us, torturing us, creating lack and struggle, knowing that it no longer serves us. These are the roadblocks that keep you from all that juicy goodness of who you are. And when I use that word juicy, Claudia, I love it because you know you've been with me for a while. That word (laughs) juicy is like, oh, it's like a ripe peach. Just bite into it and it's like, oh, it's an explosion in your mouth and you're going, oh, my God, this is the best tasting thing I've ever had in my life. Well, that's the way your life should be. It's the best-tasting life that I've ever had. And I know that this is awesome and exciting. And we and you and I can be that. It's letting go of what it is that you're saying or thinking. As my client was saying this morning, she was saying, I need to. I should do that. So think about that. If you and I, Claudia, were talking and then you say I should do that, it tells me that, hmm, there's this hesitation that she doesn't think she can do it or maybe when she finds time to do it. But when we say I am going to do it, you can't run from what you own. So I know that when you speak to me and we talk, even friends and family, when they say I, I am, then I know it's going to be done. I don't have to question or think, and there's no doubt. But when we live in that space for ourselves, I am a magnificent being. I am a magnet to unlimited abundance. I am free-flowing and full of joy. Just speaking it brings me to that space of calmness to think, wow, I got it, Right? Right. So let's make that happen for ourselves and all. Let's share your excitement and fun. You know, there was one thing. I'm I'm teaching a group intuitive development course, and um, I was telling the, the students in my class that when I was on my spiritual journey and I would work and play, so play with my sister, and every morning I would connect to her energy and I would allow whatever stories I saw in my head. But the playtime was me guessing what she ate for breakfast and the color of her underwear. (laughs) I did. I played it. And so I would text her every morning and tell her what she ate for breakfast and what what the color of her underwear was. And at the beginning, she used to laugh at me because I would say, okay, I'd text her, I'm ready, I'm psychic. And then she would text back, ha, 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 ha. Or when we were on the phone, ha, 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 laughing at me. But, you know, I felt a form of like, you know, she's just judging me because she doesn't believe that I know that I'm psychic. 
And so over time, as I was playing this game, I'd, I'd be wrong, wrong, right one time, and then wrong a couple of times and right twice. And, and then as the days and weeks went by, I became more and more right to the moment that we spoke on the phone and I said, let's get started. I'm, like psych- I'm psychic. She stopped laughing. So I'm telling everyone that when we move into the things that we truly want, and we express what it is that we truly want, we may find others judging us or pulling our energy down or saying that we don't deserve it because and whatever that reason is. But inside your heart and what makes your heart sing and when you connect to that juicy, ripe goodness of you, nobody, no matter what they say, no matter how they act and what they project their energy on you can take your love and your excitement and your fun away. No one. But what can be taken away is when you go into the head and then you say to yourself, I can't do it. I have to have this to have that. I'm not smart enough. I don't have a college degree. I've been working at this job so long that I'm on a salary and I can't get more money. All of those things are all lies. You're keeping yourself from connecting fully and freely. So allow yourself to let them go. Be truly mindful of what you're saying. Extremely mindful. Be present in this space and time of mindfulness. And know that it no longer serves you. That is only what's keeping you from feeling this juicy, good, exciting fun in your life. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Thank you for the reminder. I, I, I wish we didn't need to, to listen to the same old, same old, but we do. And sometimes it's just the different wording or the moment that we're living that it sinks in easier. That's right. Sometimes it takes, you know, a couple of times to hear it. Sometimes it takes a couple of years to hear it. We <laughs> hear it, but we're not taking guided action on it. Because in our head and in our mind, we're thinking, well, that happens for someone else, or that's so hard, or I'm too busy. So you see those things are keeping you from really being able to supersize all of that and more. So, yes, I am repeating it, and I will constantly repeat it to remind Mm -hmm. us to get out of the head, get into the body, let those limiting beliefs go. When you're triggered, what is happening What are you feeling? What were you thinking right before that? It takes work, my friends, and I still am a work in progress, but I want the walk, talk the talk, and I will continue to tell you how to do it, how to guide you, how to supersize your life. You just have to take the opportunity and say, you know what? This girl is really making sense. I listen to her every month. I watch her on Facebook. I I invested in those programs. And I'm now going to do the work. Even though I'm just listening, I'm doing it. And that's mm-hmm. what keeps me going. That's what gets exciting for me. Just like you, Claudia, when you have these, you know, people like us, you know, me and some of the other, Tina Marie and Ed and some of those other ones that are on your show. So you're holding the space to help the world in a profound way. And that's what you do. And I'm truly grateful for it. Thank you. Yeah, so are we ready to get our callers? Yes. 
Thank you. Awesome. What I don't can know. I do to help you? Um, well, I've actually done a little bit of work uh, with with you in the past, um, and I'm Claudia's show, and I'm calling again because I think it's hoping you can help me at another level. Um, I'm having some issues right now that um, I, I guess if I had to self-diagnose before, it had to do with speaking my truth or people not listening um but what's being i'm being confronted with again now is people not believing me so i say things Mm -hmm. and they don't they don't believe me or you know they think i I don't know i can't tell what other people think i just know that you know they they don't believe me or they don't understand why i'm doing something and why i'm doing it and things like that Mm -hmm. so where is it in you that you're not believing yourself where is it in you that you have that slight doubt that says, well, I want to do this, and I know I can do this. Do you see? Do you feel that, that I can do that? You know, the hesitation a little bit? No, nope. somebody... I'm, I'm sorry, but okay. I am the opposite, and this came up before. I very much mm-hmm. am a go-getter. I am very, I can do this. I am very, like, you know, that way. Um, almost to the point where that becomes detrimental because I try to convince, you know, people over and over or try to explain myself more. I'm not afraid of what I'm doing yet. It it, it doesn't work. It almost backfires on me. Mm-hmm. So it's not that so, I don't believe it myself, mm-hmm. at least not that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. So, um what is your purpose of trying to convince others? If you already say that you're totally convinced. Well, some of it has to do with what my work. So in my work, mm-hmm. I have to convince others what I'm doing. Uh, you know, I run a nonprofit. So what I'm doing is meaningful in convincing people to, you know, that it's a worthy cause to donate to for one. Um, you know, that's the one thing that comes to mind. And then, other uh, other things might be um I have a legal issue right now and so you know trying to convince um we haven't actually met with a lawyer yet but you know um convincing others or um mm-hmm. you know that it's that it's the right thing to do kind of a thing and mm-hmm. I, and you know everyone when I tell them I have a legal or I'm taking action they're like, oh, you're so mean, or oh, you know what, you just need to live with it. And I totally disagree with that because I'm owning my power. This is something I have to do for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lay down and have doormat written over me. And that that's the other thing. It's like it's all, it all comes back to speaking up and being heard. Okay, so when... You're living outside of yourself to do your best to try to convince others, then you're not trusting yourself. 
So here's a good example so you can really truly understand. So when I was breaking up with the father of my children, I was concerned inside, not on the outside, because I know my children love me, but on the inside there was this slight feeling that, oh, my God, if it doesn't work my way or he, or the, the children won't love me. But I know they do, but something in there, this tiny seed was there. And so the more I started kind of allowing that feeling to overtake me a little bit at certain parts of our child custody issue, the more I wasn't heard. And then the more I tried to convince everyone stronger and louder and pushing and shoving that I haven't done anything wrong. I don't understand why no one's hearing me. And then when I really stopped and said to myself, I love my children and they love me unconditionally and no matter what, I know they will always love me. And I almost became this free form. Visualize yourself like laying in the pool with their little floatings on, on your feet, on your hands, and you're just laying back and you're floating. But when you own that feeling that you are love, that you are doing it from the inside, that you don't have to convince anyone, that all of a sudden they hear you. Things change within three months for me, and everything flipped around when I finally stopped worrying about one little seed that they won't love me anymore. So you'll have to dig deep in what is it that is really the one little seed that keeps you from constantly trying to prove others that you know what you're doing, that you passionately are, you know, living this life purpose. I feel like you have a really strong dad block. Yeah, Did you well, have I've, to prove to that. him? Mm-hmm. Did I, you, you know, feel like you had to prove your love to him? Um. I don't know how to answer that. This has been, I've known all this. I've been working on it for 20 years. So I don't, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm almost done with it. I hate to say it that way. But as soon as you said that, my energy just went up because I'm like, I'm so done. (laughs) I'm so Mm -hmm. done with the daddy issues. I'm done. And I'm just telling you the truth. I just, I really feel like I've worked all I can, you know, no one should, quote unquote, working hard at this as I have over 20 years. And I, I sort of am done. And I know that that mm-hmm. might still be there. And maybe that is my major block. But I honestly don't care anymore <laughs> about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I remember when there were certain parts of my spiritual journey, I was driving in the car and I couldn't understand if I was doing mantras to release the pain of fear and replace with love and trust. This was at the very beginning. And then weeks later, something horrible would happen, and I would feel like I was so angry at God. And, you know, I've been doing these mantras for months, and all of a sudden I'm feeling this pain. And then I realized that I have to. I have to have the ebb and flow. I have to have the pain and the joy in order to expand and grow. So there's going to be some time here. That you really, not, I, I really heard you say, I'm done, but you're not getting right to the core of what it is that you feel like you constantly have to duke it out to make people hear you or prove to others. 
And and so my other question is, you know, when you say that you've been working on it, sometimes it takes a little bit more deeper level, the deeper forgiveness, spending time with yourself in not just an hour or 10 minutes. It could be a week or a couple of days getting quiet, getting away from everyone, getting out of your head, meditating deeply. There are times when I'll get away from people for days and just sit in my room to get back and get grounded and don't feel as if people are manipulating my energy. Mm-hmm. So I want you to really think about your interaction with your dad and what were you doing to prove and then you can fill in the blanks. And and I'm so sorry, but I I have done I know I have done that and I have forgiven. It's to the point I think of him and I don't have negative feelings, but I don't I don't necessarily have positive feelings, but I don't have any of those negative feelings anymore I just I'm I feel like that's why I said I feel like I'm done I feel like I can talk to him now you know he'll call me we can have a good conversation every so often and that's good I mean that is progress for me um mm-hmm. if I were to sit down and meditate what have I know what he's done I <laughs> I, I know mm-hmm. why I had to prove my love for him I I um, I get it's peeling an onion because I, I do healing work as well. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I just, um, mm-hmm. I look at that as success because, because that is gone. It's no longer, you know, that the whole thing is when you forgive someone, you don't have to say what they did to you is okay. Right, and and that you allow, you know, it's okay to do that, but you release it and say it's not going to harm you anymore. And I feel like I'm to that. I've gotten to that point where I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not saying what happened was good, but I understand his journey and how mine interacted, and I release it and I forgive. But that's, mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever get to the point where I will. I mean, he he, you know, love him and call him and want to be with him. That's just not. Mm-hmm. Ever gonna um, that's just not, that's not what any of, right, but that's not what anybody's asking you to do. And I know that you say that you've been working on this for a long time. However, if I'm still picking it up, there's still something in there. And your situation with your business and your nonprofit is telling you that it's still there. If you have to fight and push and shove to get people to hear you and show that you're passionate about what you do. You don't have to convince anyone anything. The value of what you do Mm -hmm. is already there. Mm -hmm. So when, when a person digs deep in letting go of everything wrapped around a particular person, all of a sudden the person isn't even in any part of your memory thoughts words or actions and when they reach out to you it's almost like just a friend or an acquaintance you interact and you let it go but you just admitted that you still have a little bit going on there 
Now, no one in this world is going to ask you to hug and kiss him and love him. It's about letting go of everything wrapped around any feeling of any pain, hurt, resentment, anything that's a lower vibration. And you know that because you just said you're an energy worker. So you can try to convince me and everyone else, including yourself, but there is something still there. Okay. Hmm. You know what I what I think, Terry? Can I in, intercept a little? Of course, I love you. Um, it's it's I while you're talking with Karen, I'm thinking on my own experience that I had yesterday while you were crying. I was being mistreated at work, so maybe it was at the same time that that you, Terry, were crying, and Karen might have been dealing with whatever she was dealing, but. I was thinking on, I do have uh, that issues, and just like Karen, I'm not going to go and, and like, okay, my dad is an old man, I'm going to bring him over and live with me, and oh, no, hell no. I will never do that to myself. But, you know, all the people that at my work that I was telling you about, they were... Uh, all they were showing me were their backs. I was sitting in a room with everybody seated at the desk, and all their backs are, it's all I can see. And the energy of get out of here, we don't want you here, and we are just giving you the back, even though their words didn't say that. And, and I was thinking on, on recently um, things that have been happening with and my family, when my dad is selling his house, he's buying a new um, apartment, he's putting my older sister as the owner of that apartment, <laughs> and I don't get even a, a phone call saying, this is what I'm planning on doing. And it's like I don't exist. So, of course, it is related to that for me. But at the moment when I was experiencing that at work, I wasn't thinking about my own dad issues. I was just there, and I don't know, I, I'm questioning why is it that I never really said uh, nothing? Why is it that I just sat there looking at their bags and, and I didn't say, hey, why are you doing this? Why are you not showing your faces? Why am I? Why do I feel like your backs are here? And I'm. And probably the thing is that I'm not a confrontationalist like that. So, so let me explain that when we have some drama or trauma from a parent, it can take a long time or a little time to deal with every single limiting belief and block that is in that subconscious, okay? And an example is is that I spent three months totally clearing my mom and everything. And then I knew that I got to clearing a lot of it because there was a moment where she reached out to me on Facebook and she asked me who did I know that lived in Florida and I couldn't think of a single soul. And then a couple hours later I realized it was her. So I mm-hmm. knew that I cleared out almost all of her, including the memory of her being part of my life. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. It simply means that I've let go everything wrapped around any feelings and emotions. 
And so not too long ago, and this is for both of you, not too long ago, I've been working on some other issues, working with a sound healer and a master Tai Chi, uh, well, Tai Chi master, who also does energy work and massage therapy. And I knew that there was something else deeper in me that I wanted to address, but I don't know what it is. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the table, and ladies, this was not too long ago, I realized that most of my life, I've never been truly nurtured. Now, here I am, 39 plus, (laughs) but the world on my driver's license says 54. (laughs) And I said, whoa, it took me that long to realize that? So it's not that we have to beat up ourselves saying that, wow, you know, why didn't I figure this out sooner? However, we don't have to push our way to force everybody to hear us or be heard or be seen because the only important person is you. You have a very wonderful nonprofit to save the world and whatever it is that you've created, and that's awesome. You know the value of that. And so when you're moving into that, there's no, you don't have to convince anybody how awesome that is. You simply give them the opportunity to help be a part of helping the world too. So maybe shifting mm-hmm. some of the mindset of now I know I've walked the fire through getting over a lot of my dad's stuff. Now I know I need to just shift how I'm seeing things and how I'm projecting myself. Do you okay. see how that can really shift a lot of things very quickly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you don't have to constantly, you know, feel that, you know, oh, you know, I'm here I'm dealing with the same limiting belief again with dad, and here I'm just trying to constantly push myself to, no. You did work, and you did work very well. It's just one little tiny piece bubbling up that's just addressing itself, similar to just mm-hmm. what I found out myself. And, you know, after I was done, I went home, and I cried, and I hugged myself, and I said, wow, that was really pretty big. Now how can <laughs> I nurture myself better, right? Right. Well, I'm going to get a massage later. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Right. And when there's step into it, right. And so yeah. do that. So you're the energy worker, set your intent. What do you want to have come up for you so you can release in a profound way so you can move forward and be the shiny being that you are to help and save the world? <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. Yes. And, and, and before she goes, Karen, um, Terry, could you help us release some of that? Um, some of the statements where you say release, let go, and all of those things that you do, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> and I can never I remember what you do. <laughs> That's the right quality. It's like, yes, do this for me. And it's awesome. Yeah, I please, love please, please. everybody. Everybody, including you, Claudia. So you're listening, and you always step into this energy as we all are all one. So take a deep breath in, everyone. Out through your mouth. Knowing no longer do you have to push and pull, live in this and that. You know fully and freely 
that you are working yourself, have worked on yourself, working deeply within yourself, allowing every single opportunity to help you release and move more freely in the things and the places and the heart that you choose to live in. Uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from living in the energy and the healing of one. The oneness of knowing that whatever decision that you make, including just getting a massage, and it's not just, it is someone touching your energy to help dig into that core within your body to help you shift it in a profound way. It could be the person holding the door open and smiling at you and shifting something right there and then in a profound way. It could be that next person just talking to you about giving a donation to your nonprofit and how they present themselves with passion and purpose to you that they're so grateful to do it and shifting you in such a profound way. Every experience is an opportunity to let go, to grow, to expand, to know that everything you do and have done is with purpose. Uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from supersizing and seeing all of your hard work, your energy work, your shifting of your work, shifting into ease and grace, ease and grace, ease and grace, no longer having to force anyone, convince anyone, push anyone down, around, up, down, through, knowing that you are presenting extreme value, value for yourself and others, value to the world. Uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Take a deep breath into your nose and out through your mouth. You know, I believe in this work so much, Karen and Claudia and others, that when I see flashes, I instantly know it's an answer. So there's a little story. I was reading a little something on Facebook where this, um, no, actually it came from um, Mike, um, Mike Dooley with um, Hay House. You know, he's, um, anyway, long story. Mm-hmm. He sent out an email and it was about helping this guy. I don't remember his name, so I saw, I'm sorry about that, where he was uh, an event planner for, um, Clubs, you know, party clubs and nightclubs, and he mm-hmm. almost killed himself by ODing or over drinking or whatever it was. And he went out to the country and stayed out for a year and decided to make a change. And now his purpose is clean water for everybody in the entire world. And then there was this one girl who did this little donation drive and said she had a goal of raising like $2,000, and she only raised like 200 And her mom says, don't worry, baby, it's okay. Then a few days later, she was killed in a car accident. And when the news got a hold of that, however they did, and realized that she had a purpose in raising this money to get for this other guy to clean water in countries that struggle, Africa and things like that, because of her death, she raised $2 million. Wow. People were donating right and left. So, Karen, maybe you, what you feel like you're not being heard, 
maybe it's just a different way, like the little girl felt that she wasn't being heard and she had a goal and couldn't get to it. But something profound, and I'm not talking about your death, but something profound <laughs> right, <laughs> had to happen. That's right. Thank you. That's right. I'm not talking about that. But something profound. And in this case, it sounds like letting go of that one little seed that you can't seem to put your hands on. So now make it a purpose for yourself in setting your intent, my love, and really honing in and say, you know, God, source, light, myself, I really have done this work. And I trust you so much that I know this one little seed that's left, you're going to help me and I'm going to release it right here, right now. And I want to be part of this passion of helping. And I need this extra support. And watch the magic happen. So like I said, when you're going and having the massage, look at it mm-hmm. as that person is the healer for you, pulling that seed out. And when someone's talking to you, holding the door or whatever it is. Okay. Okay, that's that's a beautiful. I like that vision. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right, all right. Well, thank we'll you very, very much. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome, babe. Uh, have a good day. You too. That was so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sometimes. Yeah, Claudia, and I'm so glad you stepped in like that because it gave me an opportunity to have something else flash in my head, and then, you know, when. We really are wanting something so profoundly that that can even keep us from being and manifesting what it is that we truly want and desire. And in this case, it's helping her to dig out that one remaining seed in her subconscious so she feels that what she is doing and living in the space of what she's doing and showing that everyone else around, without a doubt, that she is helping the world, right? Yeah. And and it's just like we were talking before. It's it's just um, when your shadow shows again, and and a lot of people right now we're dealing with a lot of shadow issues coming uh, back in this phase. It is so frustrating, Terry. You want to shout and say, "Come on, it, we have done our work. It's ready. We're ready for lightness, and we're ready for light, and we're ready for a life." that we have dreamed for. So, so yeah, so, 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 it's, so it's really infuriating when it seems like it's not, but it is. It, it's just in that moment that we, uh, I don't know if we feel sorry for what we're going through or we doubt for just a second or something happens. It's like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> so, but I'm so glad that you just released it. Yeah, I think it's more um, like with Karen and myself and you, frustration. I've done this work. I've addressed this. I've um, done the mantras and the healing and the workshops. And then there it still is or there it's presenting itself and however that limiting belief is popping up and not being able to put our hands on it and say, all right, I'm going to strangle this to, till death do us part. <laughs> and you're going to die, not me, right? Yeah. And so knowing, though, when we can get out of the frustration and the push-pull technique that we've created with ourselves, similar to what Karen is experiencing, that we can look at it differently, like I said, and say, 
I've acknowledged everything that I've done on this. I know that I've let it all go. And now, with every breath that I take and every decision that I make, even if it's eating a bowl of cereal, I know that this is going to help me release anything that's left so that I can move forward. And then whatever the next thing pops up, then I'm going to work on that. And then the next thing, and then the next thing. Because, yes, unfortunately, we are a work in progress until our last breath. But let's make it really fun and juicy while we're still breathing. We don't have to live in this push-pull struggle. It's where we're trying to dig deep and let it go. And it just can be something as simply as shifting your mindset, like I was able to show for Karen. And look, when she left, she was laughing. She (laughs) got it. And now she's on the track and the path of going, I'm going to go into that massage and this person's going to shazam it out. (laughs) (laughs) And, and And that is how it happens. That's when the magic happens, when you are able to shift your thought in just a tiny, tiny bit from where you were. And then everything, just like you said, then the magic starts to happen because you're the one allowing the magic to happen. Not, not, and I'm sorry to say that, not Harry saying those fabulous intonations or whatever it is that you do, but it's you allowing at that moment the magic to happen. Exactly. Totally agree. Okay, so um, there's someone in the chat room, and I just want to ask this person, because he can or she can write on the chat room if you are, if you want the question or you want Terry to work in a limited belief, just let us know. But until he or she um, says what she wants, um, let's continue with our topic. And so we're talking about changing um so uh, we have we have a question in in facebook and this is philip and this is a man in north carolina and he wants to know if you can contact his energy his name is philip first name and he wants to know is there any block to his music business to his what Music business. Music. 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 Well, he has some dad blocks as soon as I, I couldn't understand what you were saying. That's why I said what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he teaches piano and voice. Yeah. He has some dad blocks. As soon as you say it said his name, I heard it. And remember with energy there's no time and space. I can connect into someone's energy through someone else and by you just simply reading his name and his question right there from Facebook allows me to connect. I spent five years on a psychic website. I loved it. I had so much fun, mm-hmm. made so many friends. And um, I told people the same thing, but just give me a first name and I'll help them. And I was able to um, connect deeply into that. So that's really, truly how it works. So um, some people think, wow, that's really crazy. It is, but it's fun too. And, so, um, so how is he asking me, how is his dad issues connected to his music mm-hmm. business? Yeah. So if he's got limiting beliefs, and when you said, um, there was one word you said at the very end that I knew it was dad. Oh, heard. 
heard. Didn't, well, didn't you say heard? Something about his music business and being heard or something? What did you say? No. I don't remember. Um, mm. Oh, no. And there was one word, and I think it was heard. And I'm like, wow, he's not being heard or he's struggling to be heard. And getting your music out there is to be heard. So if he's already challenged within the subconscious that he's not heard, you know, how some parents, I was working with somebody who was on a telesummit yesterday, and two people had the same limiting belief and block so profound that they both, and he resonated with her as he heard her story first, and he says, oh, my God, my whole heart, my whole body shifted when she told her story. But it was about both of them had a mom who would say, come here and sit down. All right, be quiet now. There's people in the room. Now you're a little loud. You're a little running around. Sit down. Sit down. Be quiet. And some of the parents do do that. I'm around people all the time that their kids are outside, and they're like, okay, be quiet. You're, people can hear you all the way to China. <laughs> and so when you're cycling that energy, you're creating a limiting belief within the child thinking it's not safe to be heard or I'm not going to be heard because I'm always quieted, and things like that. And so if you have a parent that, in, in this case, um, was Philip's dad, dad might have been saying, come here, no, no, listen up, you know, and cutting his ideas as he was speaking to say, you know, no, it's going to be this way, Philip, or, you know, I'm teaching you, so let's do it again this way. I'm actually feeling that, and it just went to my head and my forehead, which is my third eye, intuition, trusting. And uh, that can create, especially with something that if you're already having limiting beliefs and blocks about being heard or is it safe to be heard or that you're um, doing things that need to be heard but people are holding you down, then here he is stepping into a business that's about music and he's already struggling about being heard himself. So it's all energy. He's um, creating the compositions, if I might add it like that. And then if he's already struggling internally about being heard, his music is going to struggle to be heard too. So that's where that's all about. Can he confirm that? I, I hope that he's still listening. Yeah, he is. Let me see. Um, he says he teaches piano. No, he teaches singing. So he he mostly his business is with his voice, and he teaches mm-hmm. piano and singing. So it's a lot of uh, has to do with his voice. Mhm. And then still to be heard, right? Mm-hmm. So if he's um, struggling with um, obtaining clients, struggling with uh, growing his business, mm-hmm. it's to be heard the value of who he is. You know. So there's where all the challenges. He should go deep, forgive everything wrapped around dad, forgive himself for taking in the lies because he is heard, <laughs> and then um, forgiving God, source, higher self, light, whatever you want to call it. Because when I walk people through forgiveness process, most of the time they forget that they have to forgive more than just the person they had to interact with. Because over time, you know, we've been taught, as, as you've heard me say before, we've either heard it on social, you know, media or within our parents or upbringing that God created the birds and the bees and also created me. 
And so depending on what the child decides to take in, again, everything is going to be based on what makes that child's heart sing. And the child could say, you know, I know my dad loves me. I know my mom loves me. And there's got to be something else going on here for me to be heard. And, you know, why would God put me through this? And then all of a sudden you're second-guessing yourself. You're using the word think or maybe or might. And that's a complete disconnect from source and not feeling supported. So for those of you that are listening with that one, if you find that easily you say, oh, I think that's where I was. Yeah, I think think you're right. Man, I might think that that's really good. You know, might think, whatever. You're disconnecting. Because when you know, you say, yes, that's it. Or, you know, that is making sense. You already feel it. So if you say, I think, then you're already, there's a little doubt in there within yourself. So that right there is showing you, you need to reconnect and trust that source is right there supporting you. And when you have that full connection, that word think in a sentence is no longer present because you really know that you are feeling that. Does that make sense? It does. So, yeah. so what, what you're saying is um, with one of the things that it's like taking responsibility of what we are feeling and what we are thinking. And it's instead of feeling ourselves like the victims of what is happening, right? Right. So when a person says by responding, I think you're right then they're going, thinking is going to your head and disconnecting to the feelings of who you are. So by responding and saying, yes, you, uh, you know it, because you do know it when people say, oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it that really sounds like it. They're already <laughs> feeling it. But they have to admit that it's okay to say it. So you can say, yes, that does feel that way. You don't have to say, I think, because that's a disconnect of trusting what you're already feeling. And that can be a program pattern from a parent who is overprotective, who is very controlling, who created a sense of doubt. There was a client that worked with me, and she had a lot of doubt. You think maybe might every single time she opened her mouth, and she says, I doubt everything that I do. And it was all over several incidences between her and her father and it happened and she said to herself, what did I do? How can, what else can I do so it doesn't happen again? So she said it to herself when she was little, then there was a gap in time and then it happened again. So now she's already creating the doubt. Oh my gosh, what I thought I could do the opposite of, so it didn't happen again. That didn't work. So now I'm going to try something else so it doesn't happen again. Another gap of time, and it happened again. So each time that happened, it created more and more doubt within her because she kept thinking to herself, this is my dad. How could I be doing this? This must be me. I know he loves me, but why is this happening? And then her trying to change it every time so it didn't happen again. So you see the pattern? Uh-huh. So it doesn't have to be a parent screaming and shouting at you. It can be a child that's deciding, ooh, I better change or make a decision to change something, and then it not working, and then the pattern of that 
particular incident that happens, and it doesn't have to happen on a regular basis. There can be a gap, just like within her case. So in this case, with Philip, obviously he's singing is to be heard, but then if he feels that, you know, he wasn't heard, and then now he's utilizing, because we can go from one extreme to the next, meaning that if he was growing up and his dad wasn't, um, was stifling him, saying, no, do it my way, do it my way, it's got to be my way, and then him saying, no, at a certain age, I'm going to be heard, and now using his voice to be heard, but then if he's struggling to build his business or find clients, he's still not heard, quote, unquote, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Works just like that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so so there's a lot of, of, of work or experience that we are going through and that we are uh, step by step healing out. I'm just so glad that you will be back with us in October, uh, September, you're going to skip. So for listeners in October, we're going to have Terry Christine back to clear one more aspect of our blockages. And she's coming back on the 22nd of October, which is a Monday. It's a day outside of her uh, monthly show, but We'll announce that on Facebook, and she's also announcing that on Facebook. So if you want to follow her uh, on Facebook, is Terry Christine. And also her website is terrychristine.com with Terry, uh, spell as T-E-R-R-I-E, Christine, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E.com. And if you go to cvu1111.net, Go to her page on their monthly shows and take advantage of um, the package that she has created for us, which is unlimited. Uh, what was the name? Let me go check it out. So you just go to monthly shows and choose Love and Abundance. Terry Christine, and then you're going to scroll down and get to endless possibilities and in there you can uh, check for either abundance or abundance plus law packages just um, check them out and take advantage of being a CVO follower and a Terry Christine lover that is so awesome and just so I can add these are exclusive offers they are not found on my website I'm going to be launching a new website either today or Monday and with that, it still won't have those offers. So they are exclusive here for the listeners of Seaview and um, with Claudia. And because I'm very honored and grateful for you all to be here and for Claudia for holding this space. So, But it, there are recorded modules about um, clearing of the space for love, clearing fresh ideas and opportunities, clearing the energy of weight. That's W-A-I-T slash W-E-I-G-H-T because it does have the same energy behind it and um you know there's there's all many there's in there's two packages of course and the first one has four modules and the second one has seven and there's bonuses there too um i have an ebook about releasing the pain or eliminating the frustration pain and hurt to feel happiness again it's a 30 page ebook and then i have theta stream which is a guided meditation with theta sound and the mag stream 
which is a five-phase visualization technique that takes you from where you are to the love within all in 15 minutes. So these are things that, that I've created. They're exclusive to me and also on my packages through CVU. So thank you very much, Claudia. I'm so honored. I love, love, love you and everyone here. Oh, thank you, and I, I always enjoy you, you coming to visit us. And thank you for the listeners, scholars, and everybody in the future that's going to take advantage of this um, podcast. And thank you, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Goodbye.